0: Listening to Glad Tidings. Today we have Reverend Gwen Chu sharing the word. We hope you are inspired by this message. Today we, I'm going to talk about a little bit about miracles. Come on, everybody, say step into amazing. Step into amazing. Okay. Come on, type it in the chat as well. Step into amazing, step into amazing. As we move through the Christmas season, this season our our theme is a, a Christmas miracle. And of course, the greatest miracle of Christmas is the birth of Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's the greatest miracle that anyone in the whole wide world, and that's the miracle of the birth of Jesus Christ, that He came for each and every one of us, born in a lowly manger, so that you and I can be reconciled to God, right? That's the greatest miracle of all. And as we enter into that season of miracles, I want us to, pre- I want to prepare our hearts and our spirit to receive, to be in a posture to receive what God wants to do in our lives. To be in a posture to receive the miracles, the breakthroughs, and the amazing that God wants to do in our lives as we end 2022. How many of you want to end 2022 in the amazing? All right, praise God. Come on. How many of you want to end 2022 in the amazing? Amen. Amen. Come on. It's so amazing. I still remember coming into 2022. Uh beginning of the end of last year we stepped into 2022 and it was like a very scary year to come into because we don't know what's ahead of us and folks we're almost at the end of 2022 you made it by god's grace you've made it come on let's give him the praise you've made it and we're gonna step into 2023 expecting even greater things in the lord amen step into amazing wow i'm so excited okay let's go firstly how do we step into the amazing is First and foremost, you see, this is a story of the Israelites just before they are going into the promised land, just before they cross the Jordan. They're going to enter across the Jordan River before them and then beyond that is the promised land where God had promised them, okay? So these are the new generation, the Joshua generation, the people who are about to enter into the promised land. And God told them to camp in this area and prepare yourselves before you go on and, and cross the Jordan. So the, the specific instruction was this, The ark of the covenant was to move ahead of them. Very first thing you need to understand is this. You want to step into the amazing, you need to pursue His presence. You need to pursue His presence. They were instructed to keep their eyes on the ark. The the ark was the very manifest presence of God at that time. The ark was the very manifest presence of God at that time. Follow it. Follow it. Nothing happens apart from the presence of God. Nothing happens, friends. Nothing happens. No miracle happens apart from the presence of God. Without the presence of God, nothing would happen. The the Israelites will not have seen the miracles that they were about to see if the presence of God was not there. How many times have the Israelites, you know, by their flesh gone to war, because they thought it was the right thing to do and lost those battles. And how many times when they recognized that, oh, we can't do this, we need to seek the face of the Lord, listen to God's instruction, then when they went into a war, guess what? They had ridiculous victories. Victories over armies more, much larger than them, victories over armies that were much huger than them, much bigger physically than them, much more fortified cities than them. And yet, they won those victories when the presence of God was with them. It's the presence of God that is the doorway of your miracles. God's presence is the doorway to your miracles. If you want miracles to happen in your life, you need to pursue His presence. Pursue His presence. I like the King James Version. Because the King James, King James Version, verse 3 says, Then ye shall remove from your place and go after it. Wow, I like Go after it. Go after the very presence of God. Pursue the very presence of God. Do you know what you pursue? What you pursue is what you are passionate about. What you pursue is what you are passionate about. You don't need to take a personality test to know what you're passionate about. Whatever you are pursuing with all your heart is what you are passionate about. If you're pursuing wealth, if you're pursuing ways to get rich, if you're pursuing men, if you're pursuing women, what is that passion? If you're, pers- you're pursuing positions, what is your passion? Whatever you are pursuing, that is your passion. You are pursuing towards something. You have a passion for something, that's why you are pursuing it to get to that passion. Some of you are so passionate about, passionate about sports, World Cup is happening now, right? Tonight, Germany is playing against Spain. Oh, oh. We need to fast and pray tonight for Germany to win, of course. And the next time I'm preaching in December is the World Cup finals, and I pray that Germany will be there as well. <laughs> the absence of pursuit is the absence of Passion. the absence of pursuit is the absence of passion. Don't tell me that you're passionate with God, but you don't enjoy praying and spending time in His presence. Don't tell me that you're passionate with God, but you don't enjoy worship and singing in in His presence and worshiping God. Don't tell me that you're passionate with God, but you have no desire for the house of the Lord. are different, they respond differently in worship, they respond differently in the way, way um, when, when we come into the presence of God, but I want us to pursue God with all our hearts. Why am I still so passionate, passionate about worship all these years? Because worship centers our focus on the presence of God, centers our focus on Him and Him alone. And that's where the miracles are that's where the breakthrough is it's not about the genre it's not about the songs you know sometimes we think you know if we sing the wrong song we play the wrong tune we play the wrong chord right the holy spirit will fly away oh, oh, oh my goodness my ears cannot you uh, get out bible says he inhabits he inhabits in the praises of his people He inhabits in the praises of His people. And when the people of God worship Him, the presence of God is right here in our midst, so thick and so powerful, where where you will begin, oh God, to see Him, you will begin to recognize His voice, you begin, oh God, to encounter Him afresh in your life. You want amazing to happen? You need to get into His presence. You want miracles to take place? Get into His presence. Nothing happens apart from His presence. We spend a lot of time everywhere else trying to look for solutions for things, but when God says, spend time in my presence, that's where the solution is, that's where the miracle is, that's where the breakthrough is, that's where you will find your answers, that's where you will be guided. That's where you will find your peace. Not when you gain everything else. You can have everything else in the world and yet still not have that breakthrough in your life. And you still feel empty. Pursue His presence. You want to step into amazing, we need to pursue the presence of God. And that's why we will continue to worship God in the way that we worship God so desperately in this church. We will continue to spend time in His presence, linger in His presence, because this is where this... I want to believe that this is a house of miracles, amen? Amen? And a house of miracles is a house of worship, amen? Come on. Oh, okay, only three people, Pastor Michael and two other persons, believe it, that this is going to be a house of miracles. Come on, church. You've got to believe it with all your heart that when we come here, the house of worship is a house of miracles. Because where the presence of God is, the amazing things happen. Pursue His presence. Pursue Him, follow Him, keep your eyes on Him. They told the people, keep your eyes on the ark. Keep your eyes on the ark. Wherever the ark moves, follow it. And that's where you will experience amazing things in your own life, in your family, in your business, in in this nation. I'm going to trust God that God is going to show us amazing things as well. Amen. Amen. Not in anything else. God's presence is the doorway to your miracle. Secondly, verse 3 tells us, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord and the the Levitical priest carrying it, you are to move out from your position and follow it. Move out from your positions and follow it. You need to move out from your position. Positions here represent Comfort zones. Positions here represent comfort zones. If you want breakthrough, you can't remain where you're at. You can't continue to just play safe. You need to move out from your comfort zone to the throne zone. You need to move out from your comfort zone to the throne zone. Because in the throne zone is where the presence of God is, is where the breakthroughs will happen. When you understand that the Lord inhabits, you know, in the praises of His people, when you understand that as you worship Him, as you focus on Him, you will just be so abandoned to just worship Him and and do whatever it takes to get into His presence. King James says, you shall remove from your place. That means get out from this place. To go where? Verse 4. Then you will know which way to go since you have never been this way before. Wow. Then you will know which way to go since you have never been this way before. People get into trouble when you try to go to places where you've never been before without the presence of God and without God's leading. You get into trouble when you get to places, you go to places that you've never been before, you do things that you've never been before without the presence of God. I'm just going to take the risk, not just do it. But you've never even sought the face of the Lord. You've never even prayed and never even heard His voice to go. You just go ahead. And then you pray very hard, Jesus, you please follow along. La. You get into trouble when you go to places without the presence of God. I don't know about you, but I want to pray, I want to believe that even as we continue to trust God, even as we continue to follow Him, He will bring us to places that we have never been before. You can't keep on doing what you are doing and expecting a different result, right? You know that saying? You can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. If the Holy Spirit nudges you to do something else, to move out from whatever you are doing, you've got to do it. Do it. Trust God. Do it. Follow His direction. Do it. And then He will bring you to places that you have never been before. When you pursue His presence, you are pursuing His plan. When you pursue His presence, you are pursuing His plans. Direction is found in His presence. Some of you are praying for certain things in your life, certain decisions that need to be made. It's not just about looking to the left, looking to the right. Spend time in His presence. You need to spend time in His presence. You need to spend time on your knees in His presence. You need to spend time worshipping Him. You need to spend time earnestly seeking His face. And direction is found in His presence. Not in anything else, not in any other solutions, not in any way else. Direction is found in his presence and in his presence alone. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Peter stepped out from his comfort zone. He stepped out of the boat, which was his comfort zone. Familiar place. He knows the front, he knows the back, he knows every part of the boat. Where he saw Jesus and Jesus bid him to come. Jesus stepped out, sorry, Peter stepped out of the boat and he walked on water, something that he has never done before. Yes, after a while he got distracted by the storm and he started sinking, but guess what, he didn't die. And at least he's taken that few steps. Who else can say, I walked on water? Who else can say, I tried it? No one else did. But Peter can say, I walked on water. Even if it was two steps and he started sinking, or it could be 10 steps. And he you know, it's very interesting. He walked on water, right? Because the Bible tells us that Jesus was, from, was in a distance and Jesus bid him to come. Which means it's either he walked very fast and he was very near Jesus for Jesus to grab him, or he just walked three steps and he was sinking and somehow Jesus literally whoop, was next to him to pull him out. And that's the amazing thing that you will witness that when you start stepping up by faith, even when things go like, you know, oh no, oh no, what's going to happen? What's going to happen in the next season? What's going to happen when I step out in faith? God's always, always going to be near you. You will not die. You will not drown in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. We hope that you are enjoying the message so far. If you would like to know more about our church and get connected, head to our website at gladtidings.my. Thank you for listening. Let's get back to the Word. I believe it with all my heart. Do you know this year marks the 25th year that I've stepped into full-time ministry. 25 years ago, I joined Glad Tidings full-time as a staff. I was a youth admin and a worship admin, admin at that time before I went to Bible school. 25 years. 25 years, and I don't want, and I can tell you this, that God has led to amazing things, different, different experiences that I have never experienced before. The key is you have to spend time in His presence. His direction is in His presence. The direction of the Lord is in His presence. You can't find it anywhere else. If life was going to Christianity or if my full-time call is just going to be as mundane as that, 25 years doing the same thing over and over and over again, you know, that's, it, you know it's going to be really, really, really mundane. And there's no excitement, there's no dynamism in, the, in, in, in our relationship with God. But it is when you are in the presence of God, God directs, God changes direction, God moves you here, God moves you there, and then He, he shakes you up and down, you move upside down, you move, you walk with your hands, you know, literally sometimes. That's where the excitement is when you allow God to move you and direct you to places that you've never been before. Glad Tidings is in a a very strategic position at this point of our lives as a church. In fact, the whole church of Jesus Christ in the entire world is at a very interesting point where we are going into a place that we have never been before. Who knows how to run a church post-pandemic? Who knows? Who knows? is a church supposed to look like post-pandemic? We don't know. We're still trying to figure it out along the way. Perhaps that was God's way of, shaking, of saying, oh, you're so clever. You all buy all the books. Lah. Ten ways to build a church. Ten ways to enlarge a church. Ten ways to build this. Ten ways... Scrap that. Get back to my presence. Get back to my presence. We are right now in a position where we are going to go to places. The Bible says to the to Israelite because you have never been this way before follow the presence of god because you have never been this way before in this next season of our lives of this church we're going to be we need to be even more desperate than we've ever been before to hunger and thirst to the desperation for god to speak to us in prayer in worship in whatever it takes to hear the presence of god this season is a season where we need to be even more desperate than ever before for god to direct us to where he wants us to go because we've never been this way before We've never been this way before. Where is God bringing you? A place that you've never been before? Follow His presence. Follow His presence. Move out of that position and dare to follow His presence. More than ever, you know, this church is going to continue to spend time in the presence of the Lord, continue to pray hard, desperately, more and more because we are desperate for God to lead us <laughs> into where He wants us to go. How desperate are you for God to lead you to where you need to go? Then you need to spend time, move out when it's time to move. Do whatever He wants you to do and let Him be, direct you to where He wants you to go. Then you will know your direction. Direction is found in His presence. Can somebody say amen? Amen. amen. But Liz is blessed for His glory. Blessed for His glory. The children of Israel were given specific instructions before they could experience the amazing and the miraculous in their lives. They were asked to consecrate themselves. Consecrate themselves. What does it mean to consecrate yourself? Consecrate, it means to reserve, to prepare, to be set apart. To reserve, to prepare, to be set apart. That's what consecration means. This generation wants the blessings of God, but doesn't want to prepare their hearts for it. Doesn't want to be set apart for him and him alone. We want the blessings of God, but we still also want to fit into the world. Ah. We want to live like hell, but experience the blessings of heaven. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Consecration means preparation. We must actively prepare ourselves. Consecration, you listen to this, don't miss this part consecration does not make us worthy of the amazing. It does not make you and I worthy. When we consecrate ourselves, when we pray, when we, seek, when we set ourselves apart, it doesn't make us worthy of the amazing. The amazing is by the sovereignty and the grace of God that he blesses us as and when he thinks fit is for us, right? It does not make us worthy of the amazing. Consecration makes us ready for the amazing. Consecration makes us ready for the amazing. Prepare today for an amazing tomorrow. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Prepare today for an amazing tomorrow. God will not give you what you are not prepared for. God will not give you what you are not prepared for. Because when you're not prepared for His blessings, when you're not prepared for for His power, His anointing, for His miraculous to happen in your life, you can't sustain it. You can't sustain it, and you would, think, you would think that it's you. I did it. In my cleverness, I did it. In my wisdom, I did it. it. With my connection, I got it done. And not recognize that it was all for him. Verse 7 says this, and the Lord said to Joshua, today, I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of all Israel so they may know that I am with you as I was with Moses. So I will exalt you in the eyes of all Israel so they may know that I am with you as I was with Moses. God is about to do wonders in your life, but He gets the glory. God is about to do wonders in your life, but He gets the glory. I'm going to exalt you. The Bible says, "I'm going to exalt you," but everyone is going to know it's me. I'm going to bless you, but everybody's going to know it's me. I'm going to heal you, but everybody is going to know that it was God. I'm going to do miraculous things and, 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 and you know, cause you to, to, to flourish and, and have favor. But everybody is going to know, it's me. You're going to get the blessing, but God gets the glory. Amen. Amen. Wow. Come on. You're going to get the blessing, but, come on, you're going to get the blessing, but, you're going Blessing, but come on type it in the chat God gets the glory God gets the glory that's why he tells, he tells Joshua I will exalt you but and everybody's going to know that I am with you you're going to get the blessing but God gets the glory isn't that a great deal good deal right gonna get the you're gonna get the blessing but he gets the glory everybody is going to know there's no way there is no way you could have done what you did if it's not because of God in your life there is no way brother Eddie could have could do we got use him this way if it was not because of God in his life no way There is no way that God has promoted and given you businesses, you know, Tracy and your husband, God has given you, blessed you in this way. But because God gave it to you and He deserves the glory for that. Amen. There is no way, no way. There is no way that you can be promoted in that way only unless God intervened. So people are gonna say, how in the world did this person get the position? That healing happened, you know. Look at the scans, it's not supposed to be this way. Who gets the glory? God gets the glory. Wow, I like that. Whatever that you are going through in your life, you know, and God blesses you and God continues to do great things among you, you get the blessing. You get the blessing. You get the blessing, God gets the glory. Come on, give Him all the glory and honor that's due His name. That's why we worship the Lord with all these songs. You deserve the glory, you deserve the honor. That's why we worship the Lord. You know, all the glory belongs to you and you alone. For you alone deserve all glory. For you alone deserve all praise. Because Why? Father, we love you and we worship you. This day, he gives gives us the blessing, but he's supposed to get all the glory. And that's the only way. When we learn how to give glory to him, when we recognize that you have come this far, only because you followed the presence of the Lord. You've come this far, you've been blessed this much, only because of the presence of God that has surrounded you. And He deserves all the glory and all the honor. Amen. Amen. And finally, is this greater the obstacle, greater the opportunity. Greater the obstacle, greater the opportunity. Ha. Jordan, the Jordan River was at its deepest and widest. It was at flood stage at that point of time. Of all times, why cross now? Why cross now? Why decide to come to this place during the harvest time when it's the deepest and widest and it's at flood stage and cross the Jordan River now? Why couldn't God tell them, okay, let's wait until the flood is over? Let's wait until the flood is over. Maybe let's wait for another four months and then we can cross this Jordan together. You're talking about hundreds and thousands of people crossing women, children, and their livestock and all these things, right? They're all going to cross together. So mafan, so difficult to have all these people following you and then you have to cross and then this river is like so huge and it's, it's swelling up at their banks and it's flooding. Come on, God. Let's be practical. We've been going round and round the wilderness for about 40 years already, you know, another four months won't kill us. Another four months of eating of eating uh, a manna and quail won't kill us. It's okay, la, I think we have gotten used to it. Four more months only, I think we can tahan. We can still tahan. We can still hang on for a bit. Let's wait until the presence, the, the blood subsides. Then, let's cross. Let's wait for COVID to be completely over before we have a charity bazaar. Let's wait for another four months. The COVID numbers are unsettled. Why do we want to try a new system? Why do we want to try a new thing? Why do this? Why gather the church in such numbers? I want to tell you this, Glad Tidings. On the 17th of September, 2022, as a church, we crossed Jordan together. Come on, let's give him a praise. He deserves it. And no one is to get glory for that. We planned what we could, we did all we could. But at the end of the day, the result and everything that happened on that day, all glory and honor and praise goes back to Jesus and Jesus alone. He made it possible. Let me say this to you. What we did that day, it was not just a charity bazaar to raise some money. It was an activation of the church to come out and step out in faith to do something that we have never done before. And we did it as a church. And I thank God for that. I thank God that I'm in a church that dares to step out together by faith. To ex- ex- great exploits that, God, that nobody thought was possible. The greater the obstacle, the greater the opportunity for God to show off. The greater the opportunity for God to show off. Wow, I like that. And he, only he and he alone gets the glory. The Jordan was at its deepest and widest. Deep and wide, you know. It was deep and wide. Deep and wide. It was that great. No matter how deep and how wide your problems are, I want to say to you, our God is able. Our God is able to bring you through it. He's able to see you through it. Verse 15 says this Now the Jordan is at flood stage during har- all harvests. Yet, as soon as the priests who carried the ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the edge, the water from the upstream stopped flowing. It piled up in a heap in a great distance away at a town called Adam in the vicinity of Zarathan. And while the water flowing down to the Sea of Arabath, that is the Dead Sea, was completely cut off. Let me say this to you. The word Zarethan, Zarathan comes from the word Tesseradath in Hebrew, which means to pierce, to puncture. There were some things that were in your life that was going to hurt you, that was going to puncture you, that was going to break your spirit, that was going to make you feel a lot of pain, but it got heaped up in a distance because you followed the presence of God. It got heaped up because you followed the presence of God. How many, how many of you here know what I'm talking about? The Sea of Erebus, which is the Dead Sea. There were things in your life that were supposed to cut, that were supposed to kill you, that were supposed to overwhelm you, that were supposed to drown you, that were supposed to cause you complete, you know, you to be exhausted, and totally everything is gone. But it was cut off because you followed the presence of the Lord. It was heaped up. And it was cut off some of you you thank god for the obvious things that god protected you from oh you know i nearly met with an accident thank god for god's protection oh i fell down but thank god for god's protection i did it wasn't worse than what it was supposed to be you know thank god for his protection but you know what some of us need to give thanks to the lord for things that never got to you there are some things that never got to you you didn't even know that it was going to happen but it's because you followed the very presence of the lord things got heaped up things got cut so that the Lord's protection was around you and around your family, around your business in the mighty name of Jesus. Heaped up and cut off. You're only where you're at because the Lord heaped things up and it never got to you. You never got harmed because you followed His presence things that were supposed to kill you didn't get to you because he cut it off in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Verse 5 says, Tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you the lord will do amazing things among you tomorrow does not just mean a literal one day ahead because one day is not a day in the lord it's a thousand or more so i'm telling you this tomorrow actually signifies the next season and i'm speaking to you as a church i'm speaking to you as an individual. Tomorrow, the next season, God is going to do amazing things in your life. You, it's the next season you are going to step into the amazing. Verse seventeen says, "The priests who carried the ark of the covenant of the Lord stopped in the middle of the Jordan and stood on dry ground, all, while well, all Israel passed by until the whole nation had completed the crossing on dry ground." Wow. I want to say this to you. He's going to see you through to next season safely. You will cross on dry ground. He's going to see you through in the next season of uncertainty. You and your family, your household will be safe you will cross on dry ground. Bible says, the waters were held back until the whole nation crossed over. Malaysia is going to cross over safely in the arms of the this whole nation the lord will carry us through as long as the church of jesus christ continues to seek his face continues to pray continues to 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 intercede for this nation and the presence of god is felt in every church in this nation god will see us through and bring us across dry on dry ground in the mighty name of jesus can somebody say amen I don't know what situations that you are going through. As a family, as, a, as an individual, I want you to know this. In this next season, you're going to step into amazing. But you will only experience that amazing when you pursue His presence. And you dare to move out from your comfort zone, and dare to trust God, that in this next season, it may be uncomfortable, we're not familiar, with what we're doing. We're not familiar with how things are supposed to run. But we're going to trust God to lead us. Because you know what? He's going to get all the glory. (laughs) People are going to say, what in the world is glad tidings doing? We don't know, but God knows we are following Him. And the results come out, God gets the glory. And God gets the honour. God gets all the praises that is due His name and His name alone. As an individual, as a family, whatever that you are going through, the next season of your life, step into the amazing. Trust God. Trust God to bring you through on dry ground. Your shoes won't even get dirty. You can wear white shoes and it will still be white because they're crossing on dry Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been encouraged, make sure to follow us on Spotify. To get connected or find out more about the life of our church, visit us on our website at gladtidings.my or follow us on social media. Have a blessed week.